Welcome back to That Amazon Ads Podcast. I'm your co-host, Andrew. Today, we're going to be talking about Prime Day. Steven, how are you? Doing well, Andrew. Prime Day, we don't know exactly when it is just yet. Uh, At the time of recording, it has not yet been announced, but by the time this airs, it will probably be announced, and we expect this episode to be published live, uh, hopefully before Prime Day happens, because that would... That would be bad <laughs> if we <laughs> that would just de- the week after Prime Day. <laughs> that, yeah, that would defeat the purpose of like a big chunk of this uh, whole this whole episode yeah. here. So hopefully we're getting it out. Yeah, at least a week, maybe two before Prime Day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about how to prep for Prime Day like a pro, how to squeeze uh, maximum amount of value out of your ads uh, this Prime Day. Uh, I'm excited to dive into this. Uh, I think we're just going to skip the formalities. Nothing too crazy to kick this episode off. Uh, Steven, you want to you want to dive into it for us and get us get us rolling? Let's hit the ground rolling. Okay, let us talk about Prime Day. So uh, again, if you are just listening, we do encourage you to check out our YouTube channel. We have some visuals to kind of help explore some stuff, but not necessary. We'll we'll, we'll talk you all through it. But we're going to be talking about some Prime Day strategies. I've personally, I've, I've gone through four, this will be my fifth prime day. And Andrew, how many prime days have you been through? About the same, maybe like one, maybe one more, but pretty close to, pretty close to that. Cumulatively between us, at least around 10, double digit prime days of experience. Hey. Actually, if we include the prime days where it was like two days, as it's multiple true. days. We had, we had, we had July and October last year. And we had October. You're right. We also had October. It's prime true. Day We've last been through year, a lot. So. We've been through a lot of Prime Days, so uh, we have also had pretty successful Prime Days. I think everyone except for my first one was, I mean, my first one was a good success, but all the ones after that, I had a lot more learnings and they were wildly successful. Andrew, I think that one account you and I were working on, uh, the Prime Day of July last year was just like record shattering for them out of all Prime Days, all holidays, only to be surpassed by the following October when we yep. just absolutely sent sales through the roof, which was awesome. It was, a, it was a huge win. So we've taken a lot of learnings. We've applied a lot of th- these things and we just want to share them with you guys. So before we kind of talk about what to do, I think it's always important to know what not to do. A lot of you know common mistakes, common pitfalls. Andrew, why don't you tell us a few of those, those things that are, I guess, common traps? Yeah, for sure. What do you think of my little emoji looking guy right there with the sad oh, prime day face clever you like that you like nice. that that's pretty funny i didn't funny. notice that before yeah that's a good job <laughs> yeah it's an upside Andrew, down you are uh, you are the graphics guy you got the, the <laughs> i do my best i do my best but uh yeah i thought that was pretty funny too uh yeah so mistakes for prime day typically uh people the mindset going into prime day is that it's just a two-day event that's a, a big big mistake that i think people uh, that it, it keeps people from capturing as much value out of Prime Day as they possibly could. Um, Prime Day, it's important to understand that Prime Day is like is a multi-faceted event. There are weeks leading into Prime Day that are extremely important. There are ways to capitalize on Prime Day after the event. Um, and so we're gonna we're gonna dig into what those are, but just just get in your head that it's not just these two days that we're really gonna be optimizing and, and structuring our campaigns and pushing our campaigns for. There's a lot more to it than just those two days. Um, another thing that I see 
with uh, people making mistakes about or, or just like flaws in their thinking about things is creating Prime Day specific creatives for uh, DSP or Prime Day specific campaigns like sponsored brands or even uh, sponsored product campaigns, just like targeting Prime Day related keywords, things like that. Um, haven't really seen a ton of success with that. Uh, Steven, have you have you ever tried tried running those? I know I've I've done that several times and just not really seen as big of a lift as I would hope. Uh, yeah. Maybe not quite as good of returns. But what, what's been your experience with that? Yeah, it's for me. It's actually a bit of a frustration because every client wants a crazy advanced Prime Day strategy. They're always stressed. They they always want me to deliver to them exactly how we're going to do Prime Day. What creative? What Prime Day oriented creatives are we going to be doing? What Prime Day keywords are we going to be going after? And the fact of the matter is those don't work that well for a number of reasons. Number one, like you said, Prime Day is not just a two-day event. You know, there's this lead-up period. And if, you, if you're trying to launch these campaigns for just these two days, they don't have the momentum behind them. We've, I have never, ever seen Prime Day-specific campaigns that just run for those two days outperform our legacy campaigns that are, we just, you know, ramp up the bids on them a little bit. So they always mm-hmm. underperform. Uh, probably because of the momentum, but secondarily, because people are, well, Amazon doesn't even let you run creatives that mention Prime Day. Amazon's very particular about not including anything Amazon branded in your own creatives. They are clear that they own the monopoly on their own brand. You're not allowed to say Prime. You're not allowed to say Amazon in any of your copy, whether it's a sponsored brand headline or uh, a headline or CTA in a display ad, not allowed. And also even the, if people talk about going after those keywords, you kind of can, I guess, go after Prime Day keywords, but usually with Amazon when it's Prime Day, if someone searches for Prime Deals, it'll Amazon will auto direct them to a separate landing page for Prime during Prime Day. So I, I still, we've had some Prime Day keywords before and we've seen some clicks and traffic on it, but it's, I don't even know where those clicks come from. Maybe it's, I don't know, it's, it's it's kind of weird, but they don't get a lot of traffic. So I'm not even sure where it does come from, even though we had very aggressive bids. The bottom line is that, I mean, I'll tell you for myself, I always have a, coming up to Prime Day, I always have a checklist of items that uh, I need to buy that I'm going to be saving to wait till Prime Day to get them on deal. And when it's Prime Day time, I'm just searching for those keywords. I'm, I'm just searching the normal things that I search for. So really we just have to treat, treat Prime Day, our strategies, as the keyword strategy is often the same, but we will just be extra aggressive because you know those conversion rates are increased. So yeah, that's probably my biggest, of, of these common mistakes on on uh, the four that we have listed here, that's probably my, my biggest one there is that not to set up those separate campaigns for, for just yeah. those two days. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and there's a lot of limitations too with uh, some of those creatives, whether it be for sponsored brands or DSP, Um, pretty restrictive in terms of like how like the dates you can run those if you're mentioning anything about deals if you're driving to a deals page there's a lot of like you know red tape or restrictions and stuff that amazon will throw at you when you're trying to set up and run those specific campaigns is it'd be like you have to have an end date you have to have like all your all the products that are on this deals page have to be uh, scheduled for the ex- the full extent of how long the campaign's going to be running. And so you run into a lot of those different things too. That was just one thing that came to mind when you were talking. Another thing was uh, you mentioned 
not targeting those prime day keywords. You're kind of just like shopping and browsing for your uh, using terms that you, you know, you know, normally would like in the weeks leading up to it. I don't know if I've ever done this, but I'm curious if you have like in those weeks leading up to it, you're kind of prepping, like thinking about stuff that you want to buy or making a list and you add those things to your cart. And Mm -hmm. then, and then on prime day, you like come and check your cart and be like, Oh, is there a Mm -hmm. discount on this item? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I don't do that, but yeah, I'm sure there are people like you. I'm sure. I'm sure. I, well, yeah. hey, I never said I, I don't do that, but uh-huh. I think you can see it. I, and I think you could see it in uh, in a variety of ways in terms of attribution and, and things like that. Well, I'll talk about in a minute, uh, a little case study that we did last year, which is pretty cool. What I'll do is I'll go back and look at all my past orders and see if any of them are on Prime Day. And then I'll anything I bought within the last 30 days that's now on sale, I'll return it and buy it again. Well, that seems like a whole lot of work that no, I, I certainly do. would not be doing. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. I yeah. know you are. Two, so two okay. other, <laughs> yeah, the two other common mistakes that are made are budget restrictions. People just, you know, they'll increase their budgets by, you know, oh, it's prime. Yeah, I'll increase all my budget by 50%. Ah, we're going to have to do a lot, a lot better than that. We're going to uh, need to be doubling and tripling sometimes, but we'll talk in a, in a little bit about how we actually manage those budgets. And then also weak promotions. Andrew, how would you define weak promotions? Yeah, just just not like leveraging the full extent of this uh, event. Uh, I think people get like a little stingy sometimes. They're not willing to add in those bigger discounts sometimes. I've, I've worked with clients that are like kind of stingy around their discounts on Prime Day, which is like the last time you should be super stingy with your, your discounting and stuff uh, because that's what everybody's going to be doing. I would say anything less than 20% off is like, considered a weak discount that's probably not going to drive a significant lift in mm-hmm. um in overall orders i mean you're going to get a natural lift anyway just because of the huge increase of traffic and volume but i, I think anything over 20 percent is going to be a lot more appealing to the customer you know you get into like 25 percent off that's like a pretty good deal um depending on obviously depending on your price point of the product but um yeah that's what i would kind of classify as like a weak promotion um, yeah. I did. I, I was thinking of one thing too in regards to restricting budgets. I think some people are under the impression that there are like specific pockets of time during the day that do better on Prime Day, and they're like trying to over over optimize on Prime Day mm-hmm. by using things like day parting. Be like, ah, oh, like we're gonna throttle the budgets. Like maybe maybe we don't have a whole lot of budget. We're gonna throttle the budgets in the morning because conversion rates are gonna be lower, and then really ramp up everything. Uh, throughout the day, capturing, you know, value and, and, and uh, search results when competitors are running out of budget. Have you ever, I mean, I, we, we tested this, but <laughs> I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. Um, we did this last year and basically just as a test and very quickly, we were using some hourly data and stuff. We were watching the trends throughout the day and conversion rates and, and traffic spiked very early in the morning. It was like 6 a.m. when we were like planning to, you know, push as much of the budget into the second half of the day. So we had to kind of pivot and, and ramp things up earlier. But um, I think over over analyzing that aspect of things can be harmful to accounts and, and restricting your budgets in any sort of capacity, whether it be like with day parting or um, only increasing your budgets 50%. I think that's like a big no-no. And uh, so that's definitely not something that's that we recommend is super effective. We also didn't have Amazon marketing stream in 2021, which pushes out hourly data. So we didn't have hourly performance for Prime Day throughout 
for, for, for previous years to, to bank on, but now we do. And we actually did see that first of all, like at midnight. Yeah. So, so a lot of people do have day party that basically turns their bids way, way down from 10 PM till 10 AM or something where there's, there's gonna be less traffic, but for prime day, there's actually a big spike in traffic and conversion rates right at midnight when all the deals start going live. And then they do kind of die down, you know, in the hours where no one's awake, but then they come back in the morning really strong. And then throughout the rest of the time, so there's kind of that, there's, it comes in three waves, right? I think is what we identified. And actually let mm-hmm. me just, uh, yeah. It comes in about three three waves. There's that first surge at midnight, the surge then the first morning, and then a final surge at the very, very end on on day two. But all of the you know clicks and everything that's happening in between morning of day one and the evening of day two, it's all still elevated conversion rates. So you don't necessarily want to turn anything down. You it's it, you kind of want to keep everything elevated because it's still just your your peak opportunity for probably that quarter to to make a lot. But yeah, anything to add to that, Andrew, or should we uh, take a look at the the next slide here? Now right, let's go move forward. So. Earlier, Andrew, you mentioned that lead-in here. We're kind of showing this framework where we've got essentially uh, four stages, maybe even three stages if you want to think of it that way. But we have a lead-in period, the actual prime day event, and then the lead-out period. So why don't you walk us through kind of your, you know, your framework for how you think through all that? I think the the key to having a successful prime day strategy is just working within this framework of lead-in, the event days and then lead out. And how do we how do we maximize our ad dollars within those three frameworks or those three pockets of time? That's the most important thing. With with lead in, how are we how are we increasing traffic, increasing new shoppers to our detail pages in the two weeks leading into Prime Day? This is a time where we can really focus our ad spend on driving a lot of a lot of awareness, a lot of new to brand visitors and glance views to our product pages so that we can capture that value on Prime Day. So the lead in, you may you may expect um, a, a big increase in spend, maybe not see that conversion come through right away, but then it happens on Prime Day. Uh, these are those people who are shopping, who are building their list of things that they want for Prime Day, people who are adding things to cart. This is super important for getting those eyeballs on your brand, on your product detail pages, so that way you can capture it on Prime Day when you have those deals, and you can retarget and remarket to those people who have viewed your product detail page in that in that same lookback window. This is super super valuable. Uh, Prime Day, obviously, those two days where we have the opportunity to just really push hard um, should be seeing very elevated conversion rates, and um, this is a time to really push spend and be aggressive, ramp those bids up, increase those bids. Um, make sure you're uh, winning those placements on your competitive search terms. And then we have our lead out phase, which is basically where all that traffic drops significantly. We need to make sure we're being conservative with our bidding, uh, cutting those bids back significantly. And uh, also, I think it's important to just continue to retarget uh, those all those new visitors, all those new people who shopped. And maybe you you can capture a little bit of that, that lingering uh, customer base that didn't necessarily purchase uh, in the lead in or on Prime Day. Yeah. Uh, I think that's really good. I don't have anything to add, but that was quite a bit. So let's kind of now talk about each of those different sections, the lead in, the event, the lead out, and we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll add a little bit more meat there to that, to the, uh, to the skeleton that you just built for us. 
But I do think for the lead in, and tell me if you disagree with this, Andrew, but that ramping up of spend for those first two weeks of the event, there's a couple things that we that that I've typically seen. The when you're two weeks out from Prime Day, performance is pretty business as usual. Nothing, nothing really to write home about. For that one week before Prime Day, we do see conversion rates drop quite a bit. A cost tends to spike a little bit as people are preparing to actually buy on Prime Day. And now you might think that you that that's okay once all those sales come through. Uh, that two week attribution window, all those sales are going to be back back attributed to kind of backfilled, I guess, to that week leading up and, and all that ACOS ROAS is all going to even out. We actually don't, I haven't really seen that. So that first week is actually uh, not really a good sales opportunity that, sorry, that when you're one week out from prime day, it's not really a, the best sales opportunity or ROAS opportunity. So I would say the this whole concept of ramping up spend to prime day, I, I would say, is more important for larger brands where you're investing, you have the budget to invest a lot more in the top of funnel. You know, if you are taking that kind of full funnel approach for some other brands that are smaller and it's depending on the niche. Like if you, if you sell, man, it's always hard to come up with examples like right off the spot, but I'm just going to say, if you sell markers, you don't necessarily, and you smell, you sell generic markers and you're going to be, mainly trying to get people who anyone who's looking for markers on prime day, you, you want to be there. You want to win that sale. I don't know if people, you know, especially if your product is your little pack of markers is like six bucks, eight bucks. You don't really need this whole big massive strategy of this full funnel approach. Where we're going to build our awareness, all this stuff. So, you know, depending on the size of your brand, I would say what this actual ramp up for you is going to look like. It will be a little bit different. Certainly for larger brands, with, with massive catalogs, you really do want to invest in those first two weeks. You're, it's going to help build the organic ranking on some of your products as well, which is going to be super important. So I was talking for a little bit, Andrew, but do you agree or disagree with me on that about not necessarily being ramping up spend being that important for smaller businesses? 100%. Maybe everybody should do it regardless. Hundred no, I, I think you're hundred percent right. Like you should if if you're a smaller brand and you don't have a big budget to be like allocating to growing your awareness and you know, top of funnel keywords and uh, top of funnel strategies like DSP prospecting and things like that. If you're not in that same category, this lead in period isn't necessarily your best option for trying to, you know, push spend or drive a ton of traffic. Um, if you have a limited budget the best place that that budget is going to be spent if you're, you know, pretty limited is prime day. It's just focusing it all on prime day mm-hmm. and keeping the, keeping that lead in period pretty flat. Because like you said, we're not, we're not seeing a huge drop off in conversion rates that, that, you know, two weeks out, maybe we see it like three to five days out people shopping and browsing. I mean, that would be a potential opportunity where you, you know, maybe want to invest a little bit more, but yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. I do think that kind of window shopping behavior happens more the day before prime day. And that's something that, that you put down here on one of our bullets that, yeah. you know, that the day before prime day is a little bit bigger than you might expect yep. with some people window shopping. And then they're probably maybe doing what, what you were describing earlier, where they're adding to their carts or adding to their lists. And then right at midnight, basically anything that, that uh, they just have a macro built that anything that's on sale auto buy. I'm just kidding. They're probably mm-hmm. not building macros for their <laughs> Amazon account. Probably not. But, uh, but yeah, <laughs> it, it might be worth it investing a little bit, but 
but uh, but I would I would say yeah I mean smaller brands I 100% hear you it makes total sense last year we did a case study you know uh, it wasn't like totally sophisticated it was just me doing this but uh, we invested really heavily for two weeks right you you and I worked on this together we invested super heavily for two weeks you know we saw the same drop in conversion rates that week two weeks leading in and then I was tracking I was tracking the two weeks leading in the total sales volume on those those 14 days uh, pre-prime day and then throughout prime day, just how much uh, sales attribution was going to those seven to 14 days before prime day. And let it was me, let me interject I, I real think, quick just to yeah, let people yeah. know in case you didn't know with sponsored products, if they click on your ad on Tuesday, but they buy it on Friday, the sale will be attributed to the day of the last click, which would have been Tuesday. So that's why Andrew's looking at this. So sorry, keep going, Andrew. That that's a, no, that's good. That's an important point to call out, just in case you didn't didn't know that. Um, but basically, what we saw was about I think it was like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in in ad sales was attributed to that week or two weeks leading in. And obviously, this was a diff, much bigger brand. Um, and so I just kind of wanted to see what what level of effectiveness are these two weeks leading in driving. And I think it was pretty, pretty, you know, substantial, uh, amount of, of, uh, volume that was attributed to the, say? to that lead and about 150,000. So what is that uh, as a percentage revenue. of, of like the total? I don't remember what we did on, on this one. I don't remember. Uh, it wasn't a massive percentage, but it was probably, it could be a lot for some people, but I think for this, of course it was like 10%. It was like, yeah. An additional yeah, 10%. yeah. It was about 10%. Yeah. Yeah. So it can be important for big brands, but totally hear you. Smaller brands, it's not necessarily as big of an opportunity. When it comes to the two days of actual Prime Day, it's very important that you're not just guessing with how much you're going to increase your bids or budgets by. You have to take a data-oriented approach. We have to be looking at previous year's trends. Thankfully, AdBadger's been, uh, if you don't know AdBadger, they're a third-party Amazon uh, optimization tool for Amazon ads. And every year they always publish data around the trends that they see for all of the users on their platform. And so it's very insightful. By the time this episode is airing, I'm sure they'll also be airing their most recent updates. So be sure to check them out. But just for kind of benchmarks, we were looking at the, the previous year's publications, what we found. And Andrew, why don't you walk us through some of the data around how conversion rates, click-through rates, all of those things change on Amazon, specifically for these two days of Prime Day. Yeah, absolutely. I love this data, this aggregated data across accounts. It gives us a real nice picture. Um, I think it's important to keep in mind the context here. This is looking at a variety of accounts uh, aggregated. Um, if you have the data to look back at your own account uh, last year, if you if you have that uh, data warehouse where you can go back and look at that stuff, definitely go check to see these different uh, changes in, in metrics so you can make your own informed decision as well. But these are just the averages. So on average, we we typically see conversion rates increase by as much as 35%. We see click-through rates uh, drop about uh, almost in half, um, about 49% decrease in click-through rates. That's just due to all that traffic that's coming in, so getting a ton of visibility. Not everybody's going to get those clicks. So we see that click-through rate drop off. Uh, and then ACOS, as our conversion rates are increasing, um, it's costing us less to earn sales. So we see a, that drop off by about 33% on average from about 31% average to about 20% on, on prime days specifically. So yeah. big improvements there uh, in conversions. Yeah. And 
something else. Yeah, you, you called it out well. The, the click-through rates do decrease largely just because of that big extra influx of, uh, influx of traffic. I also do think people are a little bit more window shoppy or browsy, I guess. Typically, yeah. if people are, yeah, typically if someone's just looking for markers and it's just a random Thursday, they're just going to, you know, if the very first thing that pops up at the top of the search is, is something with 20,000 reviews and it's cheap, they're just going to buy it. That's 20,000 good reviews. But on Prime Day, people are much more in a deal hunting mode and they're going to, you know, scroll around, browse around a little bit more than usual. So that's why we do see those click-through rates decrease a little bit. Nothing to be concerned about, but the one takeaway from that would be that typically, where, where yeah, whereas on a typical day, I'm a big, 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 big advocate for pushing an increase on top of search and making sure that you're being more aggressive there because that's where revenue per click is always the highest, you know, the highest conversion rates, um, really good AOV. But during Prime Day, that's actually the one time where we see the revenue per clicks and the conversion rates kind of flatten across those different placements just by a little bit. You know, it's not like turn off top of search, but um, I, I wouldn't necessarily add to it. Uh, there's a lot more opportunity everywhere else. So just by increasing your bids and and, and your budget should, should certainly help you capture a lot more of that traffic everywhere else on Amazon. We recommend increasing those bids by around 20 to 30%. If you want to know the exact amount by, by how much you should be increasing your bids, you would want to look at the revenue per click from last year's data, like, like you mentioned, Andrew. Um, how did that revenue per click increase or, or at least your conversion rates? You wanna be looking at either one. And hopefully actually everybody should be able to in Seller Central look at the conversion rate changes for those two days, right? They have the daily data going back for Prime Day of last year. Maybe that's yeah, yeah. At a, at a total, at a total level, they do not necessarily yeah. at an ad level. So, but yes, yeah. So certainly, that's certainly one place you can look at is look at how your unit sessions percentage changed, basically, you know, for the week before Prime Day versus those two days of Prime Day. If you don't have a third, uh, a third party tool that's been housing your Amazon Ads data uh, indefinitely since then, because obviously, with Amazon, we only get daily daily data back for the last 60 days. So we can't actually see or add data prior unless we had a data housing solution. Yeah, Andrew, now what do you think about, um, you know, the lead-in period? We talked about heaving up, ramping up that spend a little bit. Now it's prime day. How do we capitalize on any of that spend that we we were kind of ramping up for the first two weeks prior? How, how do we capitalize on that during prime day? Yeah, yeah, I think um, a lot of that, uh, lead in spend has driven a ton of traffic and things like that. So leveraging retargeting tactics like um, sponsored display retargeting, or if you're using DSP, using uh, those retargeting tactics just to try to get those products in front of the people who are interested in shopping and browsing for those in the, in the previous days. That's a, a really good way to capture and, and capitalize on a lot of that traffic you've you've paid for. Another way, you know, and and a good thing to just do is just monitor those budgets re- really frequently during Prime Day. Make sure uh, you're not capping out of budgets on anything uh, that's profitable or seeing really good results. Be sure you know you're extending your budgets throughout the day as you can, um, and just just trying to cap- capitalize on the on the event and the deals and the conversions yeah. that you're going to see. Andrew, so here's something that I think you and I, for whatever accounts we're managing, we're usually pretty. Yeah, we're, we're, we're checking in on them almost hourly, looking for all the campaigns that are going out of budget. And if the yep. ROAS, so I, I'm curious about you, Andrew. Obviously, we've worked on a few accounts together where we 
agreed on it, but certainly for some accounts that I was working on without you, my thought process with extending budgets was I look at, you know, I, I log on, you know, I, yeah, let's just say it's around five in the evening. I've already been checking throughout the day, but now it's like five in the evening of day one. I'm going to sign into my accounts. I'm going to look at all of my campaigns that are almost or out of budget. And looking at those, I'm going to extend the budgets on anything where I think the ROAS looks good. Now, granted, it's the same day uh, attribution. We know that there's that sales reporting delay. So all of the ROAS is usually going to look pretty low. So I'll usually say if typically my target ROAS is, is $10 or for ACOS, that would be 10% ACOS. You know, if that's typically where my, you know, where I'm saying budgets are unlimited, as long as we have at least a $10 ROAS, I might allow this, the same day ROAS reporting to drop to as low as like eight or $7, because I know there's a really good chance that those sales are still going to come through within the next 24 hours. And so I'll, I'll, I'll still let those go through. And, and I essentially, I mean, this is the best opportunity to take advantage of increased conversion rates. This is the highest they, they get for this quarter. So I usually just extend these budgets with no, <laughs> to no end, as long as that ROAS is looking good. And I'll, if I need to, if I do have like a limited annual budget, I'll just pull that budget from later months where, where I think things are going to be a little bit slower, even just later in this month. But yeah, Andrew, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's a really good call out. I think number one, it depends on on the type of budgeting that you have set up with with your account or this this or a client that you're working with. Typically, if they're an A cost target budget where they you know they can spend as long as they're hitting A cost thresholds or targets, with those I'm definitely a lot more aggressive with with those uh, budget increases. Uh, just simply because, like you said, this is one of the most opportune times for us to capture conversions. Um, this this money couldn't be better spent than on this two, this two day event. Um, so I'm usually a lot more flexible with you know that same day ACOS uh, attribution period. I'm I'm a lot more lenient. Create like a little buffer of you know ten to twenty percent difference in ACOS. Uh, I'm I'm willing to to sacrifice to um, uh, you know continually add budget there. So yeah, I think it depends on how how it's structured, but. Typically, there are ways around it where you can, you know, extend those budgets. I think this is the best time to to do that if you're going to. Yeah, I would say don't clock out. Like, um, oh man, I mean, if you just have a if you just have a, a nine to five job and it's five p.m. and and, and you're man you're an account manager and five p.m. ends, obviously you don't have to be like on the clock constantly, like working constantly. But I would certainly like. I remember last Prime Day, I had friends over. We were like watching a movie or something. And just once an hour, I would just like, I mean, I actually just brought my laptop out. We were watching a movie. I just pulled my laptop out, extended all budgets that looked good and then put it back, you know, but that's, there's a, there's just so much opportunity. You don't want to miss it, you know? So, uh, and I think what you and I did, Andrew, too, is we were kind of taking shifts because we're on different time zones as well. So yep. I was getting that, ready to say that. I was gonna say that worked yeah. out really well for us because like I'm on Eastern, you're on Pacific. So you get that actual close of uh, Prime yeah. Day there. Um, but yeah, that that's super important. And uh, we practice what we preach here when it comes to, you know, staying up after hours. Uh, we definitely uh, subscribe to that and, you know, put in the work to, to drive the results. So if you're not staying up late on Prime Day, something yeah, I think wrong. Last year, you were up till 2 a.m. local time. Wait for I the was. budget to refresh. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, <laughs> put in the work, people. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, what, it's what it takes sometimes. So, and so then finally, for the lead out period when Prime Day concludes, the 
man, you've got to jump on this. Cut those bids back. If you just increase them, I, I, I would say essentially revert them back to the base that they were and frankly even pull them down about maybe 10% lower because we do see a, uh, what a lot of, I've heard sellers call it, the, uh, the prime day hangover, which is just people get so, they buy so many things on those two days that the day right after prime day, no one's really shopping. And that prime day hangover usually lasts around two or three days. So you certainly want to cut those bids back at least just to baseline. If you were increasing everything up, you know, by 30%, when you come back, you want to pull it back by like 30 to 40%, obviously do, do the actual math to figure out 10% below what, what your starting was, but, um, and pull those budgets back to normal levels too. So, I mean, what I've done, Andrew is, and what we've done is we'll usually prep We'll have two different bulk files that we're, we have ready to go. Number one is- I was getting is, ready to say we, this. <laughs> yeah. The ultimate strategy is you want to have your prime day strategy bulk file where you take all those, uh, you know, you do your normal bid optimizations and then you just add an extra 30% to all your bids for prime day. Double all those budgets. And most of them are probably going to cap out anyway. So you're going to have to stay monitoring them. But- yeah, you prep that bulk file, you upload it right at midnight, right when Prime Day kicks off, and then you just run on your Prime Day settings. And then when Prime Day concludes, you have another file that was prepped, which is maybe just the original file. So, you know, you you download the original file, you save a copy as original, and then you create it, you copy it, and you have your Prime Day version. You run the Prime Day for two days, and when it concludes, you upload the original settings, and then you're back to where you started and, and maybe just pull those bids back by an additional 10% to help save on some of that hangover loss of performance. Yep. That's a, that's a real hack right there for streamlining this process of increasing and decreasing bids, making sure that you can revert all the changes that you made on prime day. So you're not overspending on those days, uh, leading out of prime day. It's a good, good hack right there. Where should the dollars go for, for kind of end of prime day? Where would you allocate more of that budget towards? Yeah. If I, if I had to find somewhere to, to allocate some, some dollars, it'd be at retargeting. I'd still be looking to retarget those those past uh, product viewers, see if I can squeeze out a little bit more uh, juice from Prime Day, um, retarget them for the next you know week or so leading out of Prime Day, and see what we can capture there. I think we had uh, some decent results there with you know some sponsor display that we were running last year. So that's an option if you if you have to. But generally, like you said, those conversion rates and traffic and everything's re- it really drops off after Prime Day, and there's not a whole lot of like you know, low hanging fruit and opportunity there. But if, it, if there is, it's, it's within those retargeting uh, pools that you have. Yeah. And I just want to actually reiterate something that we said at the very beginning during the common mistakes, making sure that you are in fact running good deals, not little 5% coupons. I mean, hopefully you're actually getting your product set up for the prime deal badging. Cause that's going to be really strong. And if you're not, if you don't have the prime day badging, you're at least giving people like 20% off, like you said, but mm-hmm. I had one account that, uh, if you guys remember from the last episode, since we talked about it, the, the Merch by Amazon account with the 10,000 SKUs. I'm not actually sure how these Merch by Amazon accounts work. Andrew, are, are you even able to run discounts on the Merch? Or that's, I think only Amazon you... has the power to do that. No, you can set the price. Because you just within... get the royalties from it, right? Yeah, but you can you can change the pricing. Uh, okay. I actually have never done it with my Merch account, so I okay. don't know for sure. And I don't think there is, but uh, you I know you can change the price, but I don't know what that actually reflects and looks like. There's no way to, that I know of 
to do the prime early access or prime sorry prime yeah. deals bad badging and that type of stuff but yeah so so this account that i was working with last year did zero coupons or sales whatsoever on prime day and we actually saw a big conversion rate drop on prime day from benchmark Dang. so big increase in traffic now fortunately i did not increase the bids uh for that account because i i knew we weren't running any deals but mm -hmm. i actually didn't expect conversion rates to drop i thought there would still be something um but yeah conversion rates actually i should have decreased the bid so that's just a very i think a good anecdote for why you have to make sure that you are decreasing those uh those bids sorry uh adding those coupons decreasing the prices is what i was trying to say but yeah, yeah. adding those those discounts making it uh making it appealing to to all the customers so anything to add to that andrew or even this whole concept around strategy for prime day um you know i i think i'll just end with with this um 2023 has been a been a wild year it's been a weird year for a lot of vendors and sellers you know we've got price sensitivity at an all-time high brands are struggling to find those pockets for growth and for year-over-year -year growth i think this prime day is a really big opportunity to drive some serious volume um, and capture a lot of you know market share or market share of sales for prime day specifically this is a, a pocket of time where being aggressive is advantageous and i would recommend being aggressive just to try to capitalize on on this opportunity yeah that's well said and so just to recap no you don't need specific prime day campaigns just run your normal campaigns increase those bids and budgets accordingly as much as it makes sense monitor throughout the two days of prime day don't let good campaigns go out of budget and don't forget to pull everything back reset it to normal play it more conservatively following uh during that lead out period so not too complicated but i do think if you follow those steps you're gonna have a very successful prime day and so i'm very excited for it i'm expecting a lot of sales this year and any final thoughts andrew or are we just wrapping this up now nah, let's wrap it up everybody uh if you got some value out of this like subscribe on youtube and linkedin follow us share this content out uh, we put a lot of work into this so if you get some value definitely share it around um, and show us some love in the in the comment section subscribers by episode 10 or else <laughs> right on well we'll see you next time on that amazon ads podcast peace